Just in time. Greetings, everyone. I'm Luke Brian Smith, and welcome to Enlightened, Empowered, Evolved. I know everyone's doing well, and everything is unfolding perfectly. I'm excited yet again because I have another amazing guest, another repeating amazing guest. This is her second time here. Uh, Like I said before, she's a 30-year meditator, healer, businesswoman, that has overcome strong health issues and healed herself and a whole lot more. And before I even introduce, say her name, I want to say after this segment, make sure you check out the first segment that she was in entitled, everything is always unfolding perfectly. Okay. Mm -hmm. So check that out. Without further ado, I introduce to you once again, Elizabeth Love. Yay. How are you doing today, Elizabeth? I'm doing amazing. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. Yes, yes, yes. So like I like I was uh, discussing with you prior to us going on mm-hmm. on camera that let's talk about a little bit about some of uh, your things. Matter of fact, let's talk about that health issue a little bit and how you overcame. Like you said, and I agree with you. That would be a great testimony. So um, previously you were asking me about my spiritual uh, path. Right. So I believe everything happens for a, for a reason. And um, at some point in my life, I got very sick. Um, by the way, one of the things we learn um, in the healing practices um is that 99% of the sickness is emotional 99% wow, wow. Yes. even i have met doctors that say for example cancer it's uh, mainly uh, due to negative um emotions creating right. you know sadness some anger. type of anger you know, things going on inside, but everything, everything, 99% it's emotional. If not, it's uh, something spiritual. It could be something in the karma. Um, But um, what happened to me is um, I believe I had a a karmatic marriage. Um, In in my uh, spiritual practice, I'm a Mahikari healer. What is Mahikari? Mahikari is the Japanese art of healing with divine light. So um, I have learned in this practice that um, 
sometimes our marriage uh, can be karmatic. If you have a good marriage, it means you you have done good. And if you right. have a bad marriage, you know, something was wrong, maybe in a past life, who knows? And another thing I have learned is that um, usually in our DNA, we we carry uh, our ancestors uh, good karma or bad karma, and sometimes we're repeating stories of our great grandfathers or great grandmother. Um, and I find yeah. out uh, I was repeating some things as well. Right. So, um, I got very sick in 2008 when I, I had my um, second child. I didn't know what was going on with me. Um, I only felt I was dying. Right. Um, I went to the doctor and the doctor, I, my mom went with me and he told my mom that it was just my imagination. I didn't have anything, that everything was fine. So uh, doctors weren't doing anything for me. And like I said, um, I've been a meditator for um, more than 30 years. And back then, it was about 20 years that I had been meditating. So like I told you, I have my gurus. I have my, my, my tribe, you know, my spiritual tribe. Right. And I call um, my best friend or my Buddha or my spiritual teacher or whoever you, whatever name, you know, we want to give him. Um, and I say, you know, I don't feel well. I think I feel like I'm dying. And I went to the doctors. Doctors don't know what it is. Um, and I even see a spirit around me. Like, hmm. wow. You know, and my yoga teacher told me about a retreat in New Mexico. And I told my friend, um, could you take me? Because I don't know what else can I do. Can you take me to this retreat? Right. So, um, he says, sure, I can take you. We go to New Mexico. Um, I could not eat anything because I was scared of eating because I thought anything that I would put in my body would uh, do bad to me. Contribute com contribute to your illness. Mm -hmm. So what I was feeling, I was, uh, everything was, I was dizzy, very dizzy completely. I had a lot of pain in all this area. Um, I had extreme, very sensitive, like if people would talk or anything, I could not take it. It was too much for me. Um, my whole body was paralyzed. Uh, I had like, um, not paralyzed, numb. So no. imagine you get a, a hand numb, but imagine to have your whole body numb. Right. I could not hold my knees as well. Like I had to walk like, like that. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you couldn't bend your knees. Wow. No. It was, it was bad. So doctors weren't doing anything. I had no solution. So I'm like, what can I do? Only some spiritual practice. So I go to New Mexico with my friend, uh, with the yogis. So I start, I will eat all peel grapes and eat the peel grapes. And that was it. And, and I start practicing a little bit of yoga and this and that until my friend says, you know what? It's enough. I'm going to take you with my mother. 
I said, with your mother? Yeah, she's going to heal you. So from New Mexico, we go to Savona uh, in uh, Arizona. And um, I, arrived, I arrived to her house. She's an enlightened master, meditation master. Right. Right to her house. I was very sick. And by the way, the whole journey was very spiritual. Like a lot of things happened in my way. For example, I was driving a Land Rover. My Land Rover broke down in the middle of the desert. Mm. And um, we called the police. There was no cars. And um, the only thing I did is got out of my uh, truck, meditated for about 10, 15 minutes, and the store, the truck started working again. So I made it to my journey. Right. When I, when I came back home, I realized it was the motor. When I came back home, that truck didn't work anymore. It was the motor. So something, some energy through meditation made my truck work work in the way in the yes. way journey. so that's one of the miracles that happened in that journey so uh, when i arrived to my um guru's house um i don't know exactly what she did to me um i just lay down when she did the therapy i closed my eyes i don't know what she did to me so right. i will spend the time with her a few days whatever after whatever therapy she did to me year by year i started getting better and i was always having communication with her um and she would do healing in the distance she will always be doing this healing so but still i needed to find out and one day i go see my acupuncture um therapist and she's like this therapist, she she had the best connections with the best doctors in Mexico because she was an old lady. She she was a nurse, a 70-year-old nurse. So right. she, she would do her therapies, would have say, scientific uh, um, background. So it wouldn't just be like, oh, I'm just doing energy healing with no, but no, she would do science. But in that time she was doing acupuncture she checked my eyes and she says you you are not okay so she sent me to another doctor a dna doctor in um um guanajuato mexico so uh, he's a japanese scientist that got married with a mexican and then he came to live in Mexico. So he's a scientist first. Then he finished studying medicine in Mexico. So he has different specialties, but one of them is DNA. So he checked my DNA and he's the only one that find out what I had. And when he was checking me, he suddenly, because he's a spiritual too, he looks up and he says, why are you doing this to me? And I'm like, why is the doctor talking by himself? And he's, and I said, okay, so what's going on? And he says, you are the most sick person that has come and visited me. You have an illness that uh, one in a million have it. And I'm wow. like, what it, what it is? And, and he's like, I'm going to explain to you the mo- in the most simple way. And I was starting to get in shock. Imagine that they're telling you you are very sick and you are the worst. And I see old people sitting outside to see him and he's still in, telling me that I'm the most 
sick person. And he says, I don't even know if I can help you. And I'm like, wow. so if I'm so sick, what am I doing here? So what he tells me is that it's um, a disconnection from my brain with my organs. So when my brain say, sends the signal to my organs, my organs don't get the signal. They act very slow or whenever they want to act. So I was in complete shock when he told me this. I'm like, how am I alive? And he says, I have no idea. <laughs> wow. How are you? Only God knows. So I sit in the chair and I'm just thinking, you know, what, what he's telling me. The only explanation I get in that moment is that I've been meditating for 20 years. So after um, whatever he told me, he did some kind of therapy and um, on me, uh, whatever his science knows what to do. And he tried to help me and whatever he did helped me a little bit. But then um, I came back home and I started doing some research and even you can read on Deepak Chopra, Dr. Deepak Chopra. And he says, um, that when we meditate, there's this energy that comes down through our chakras. Do you know what chakras are? I right, think. right, yes. They come through our chakras. So every chakra is connected to different um, organs in our body. Okay. So when we're meditating, this healing energy comes and it starts healing our organs. So that's the only explanation I have to say that I'm still alive. And that was in 2008. We are in 2024. Right. And actually, this is a disease that I was born with because what the doctor was explaining me, he, he saying it was a problem with my chromosomes were formed or whatever. I only remember that every time I would hold something in my hand when I was a child, I would drop it without uh, me wanting to drop things. And I never knew why, because my childhood was normal. Only my my problem started when I had my, my kids. When I got pregnant of my kids is when I realized because they were taking all my nutrients and they were, my, they were making my body work extra. So it's yeah. when I went out of work and it became so difficult to the point that I was dying already. But like I said, um, from when I went to um, Arizona and I received that energy healing, years have passed. So, so um, I've been meditating my, my whole life and then I became a Mahikari healer, which is um, a form of, of healing directly with energy. So uh, after I received, started receiving the Mahikari healing, uh, my health just got better and better and better and better. And one thing that the Mahikari does, it erases um, karma from uh, three generations back and three generations forward. So um, as, after I started practicing Mahikari more and more and more, my life just gets better and better and better and even my health. 
Wow. That is an amazing uh, story and of, of just emotional. It's sad at one point, and, but then it, it, it transcends into happiness because you're healed now, correct? Mm-hmm. And that is, like you said, that is so shocking that I've never heard of anything like that. And you had neither. And for you to be able to, I don't know what I would do, you know, if, if I was told something like that, but the fact that you're still, you still did never gave up and continued to move forward and just knew that there was something that you were doing, something within you, something you had connected to that was helping you, that was, yes. And so what I would like to ask you is anything that someone's going through physically or that they don't understand why and doctors can't help them, what would you recommend them do? I mean, you you kind of said it already, but I just want to go over it again. What would you recommend them do? I mean, take us to a couple of steps that you think they should do. The meditating? Definitely, definitely to look into themselves. They need to see what hurts, what hurts and why, what happened. And start releasing it, releasing it. So uh, basically we have all gone through things in life, you know, like that experience, I guess somehow life, God, or whatever you want to call it, prepare me through live through that and make it, you know, because right. like I was meditating 20 years before. So um, I started meditating when I was 19. I was 28 at the moment. So um I had started doing yoga, I had started meditation, I had a little bit of spiritual knowledge already. So when they tell me this, yes, I was in shock. Obviously, I was in shock, but I knew better. I knew there's something higher than us, uh, something very powerful that is always protecting us. And I had many other experiences like... um, I had near death experiences. I know what's in the other side. There's the death doesn't exist. Death doesn't exist. Our um, soul is eternal, but we have to um, find blissfulness. We have to find happiness. If we are thinking we gotta wait until go to another dimension or we passed away to you know go to heaven no 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 heaven is here and now because when we actually leave the body we're gonna be asked what did you do with your life did you enjoy your life i gave you your life is precious your life is beautiful what did you do did you wasted it being angry being upset you know you worry only about money that you're not going to take with you when you die. I mean, I'm not saying money is no good. Yes, it's fantastic because we need it. We live in this dimension. It's a material dimension. But there's more than that. There's Absolutely. more than that. Absolutely. I, I totally resonate and agree with you. Yes, go ahead. I just had to say that. 
<laughs> the first thing is we meditation, how meditation helps. When you actually learn to meditate, you learn to observe yourself. You learn to observe what's happening uh, within yourself. A lot of people say, oh, meditation is so hard because they think it's only about to stop your thoughts. That's impossible. <laughs> right. We are always going to have thoughts. That's, that's something God gave us to use, the mind, so we can create beautiful things. We can manifest things. Right. So we don't supposed to have any conflict with the mind. We're supposed to only control our mind and use it in our favor. And that's one of the biggest issues we have in our society. We are completely lost. Um, people don't know how to utilize the tools that God gave us in the best way. And one of the so first thing is observe what's happening with your mind what are your thoughts are you having positive or negative thoughts what is your frequency because actually the whole life it's frequencies humans we are uh material material with energy combined together so when the soul leaves the body why is the body not moving or looks dead because there's no more energy the our soul is our energy and every soul has a frequency we have different frequencies so right. we start meditating we we can observe our frequency how are we feeling obviously we are sad if we're depressed if we are angry we are in a very low frequency so as we meditate we can observe and we can actually take control of our thoughts we can learn how to use our thoughts and switch it and start becoming positive when you right. catch yourself being angry why why am i angry why am i feeling like this uh -uh. let me change it we can change everything yes, yes. people think we don't have the power to change how we feel we do and sometimes it can be chemical imbalances. You know, nowadays, doctors, uh, psychiatrists are taking advantage of people uh, because all they do is give you the pill, give you the pill. They don't go to the roots. If you, you are having an emotional issue, if you are depressed, it doesn't mean that uh, giving you a drug is gonna heal you it's so, something deeper than that yes. so every human is responsible for their own health and what humans do they go and give the responsibility to the doctor i went to the doctor he only gave me a pill but i still feel horrible right and you don't, you don't do anything because you already went to the doctor and the doctor can do nothing more more for you that's it just the pill just give so you a band-aid to exactly. tolerate it a band-aid to tolerate it not to heal it right Correct. so what are you gonna do you're gonna stay like that right. or you're gonna do something about it which is to do your spiritual work your right. inner work. your inner work 
people run away from their inner work. Why? Because it's painful. It hurts. It is. It hurts to it go hard. back and see what happened in your childhood. It hurts to see that maybe my parents were unconscious and they didn't know how to love me. It hurts, you know, so many things. Nowadays, people grow up without love or who knows, so many problems in this earth. And people don't want to see that. But we have to. We have to go and heal and release and understand. For example, a lot of people blame their parents. No, my parents did this to me. Okay, but what did your father or your mother went through? They are human as well. They also suffer. Doesn't mean they wanted to hurt you. Who knows? Right? Right. right. There's always, like you said, a root cause for something. And oftentimes we don't, especially in that particular circumstance that you mentioned, when we blame parents, like you said, they went through something and they didn't know how to love right. They didn't know how to think right. So, you know, you have to understand that. And we have to get to a point where we say, okay, no matter what happened to us, let's not continue to reciprocate that same. Let's heal ourselves so that we can stop it here. You know, and when you're conscious enough to realize that, then you can stop that generational uh, damage that you continue to do. Yes. To one generation to the next, because they didn't know. Now we're in the, I am, I am thankful that people like you and I are aware to start working on ourselves, looking at ourselves so that we can identify why you know, these things are happening. Why? And eradicate it, shine a light on it and work on healing it, fixing it. Like you said, it's not easy doing inner work, changing, training yourself, eradicating things. It's not easy. Sickness became a spiritual journey for me because when my body didn't want to function anymore, I had to go and find find out I had no more options, no more doctors, nobody, you know, no relatives who understand what's hap- what was happening to me. No doctors were doing their job correctly. Um, so the only option I had was spirituality. I had to, I went to my yoga retreat. From my yoga retreat, I went to see my, my guru, which she did a spiritual healing, and I started doing therapies, even on distance, because um healing sometimes works in the distance too. Uh, right. So we need, we need to start thinking in terms of frequencies and energy because nowadays there are scientists that discover that they can heal the cancer or anything just with frequencies. Yes, because so- that's what we are. Yes, that's why they've done uh, studies even within science of how different frequencies, the effects on water, the effects on different matter that they look under a microscope, the effects on plants and their science is just now started to catch up with those spiritual knowledge that was already and evident imagine, a long time they, ago. Imagine if they say that we're 70% water in our right. body. Right. And they have done these studies. If if you are speaking to water, ugly things, the, the water gets gets ugly. Gets ugly. See? 
Uh -huh. So right. imagine between humans, the power of the words, if, you know, the people that we have around, they start treating us ugly, speaking ugly to us. What's going to happen? The effects. Absolutely. Little by little. Or, so oh, go ahead. Sorry. Finish your thought. It's very important that we become conscious. That's another thing that meditation helps us. It helps us to be conscious of what we're speaking, what we're doing, what we allow to come to our field, frequency field. You know, we need to live aware. Yes. Amazing. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what that's exactly what I was going to highlight is not only like you said, the people around us that how they speak to us, but how we speak to ourselves. We can affect ourselves too. Like, you know, the water that's in us by thinking and speaking uh mm -hmm. certain ways. But yes, uh I just want to thank you for coming on again, Elizabeth, and for just just I enjoyed sitting here and listening to you uh just flow. That's what I call it. Just flow and just giving your your testimony, giving your your insight in the wisdom that you've gained in regard to self-healing, in regard to correcting thinking and looking within. It's just so many jewels that you you dropped on us today. And I appreciate it. And again, I yes, I look forward to having you back again. So thank you I very much. And I appreciate you. A lot of people. I hope people really um, think about everything I said and they look for um, solutions and they look a spiritual guide. And um, Mahikari is one of the best things I have found and they're everywhere the Mahikari healers. They can just Google it, they can find it, and it's free. We do, I'm a Mahikari healer, we do free service. Wow, mm -hmm. thank you very much. Thank you everyone for watching and or listening. Be sure to hit the like, subscribe button, comment, ask questions. And again, you can connect with Elizabeth Love on Facebook, just look up Elizabeth Love. Yes, and ask her some questions, uh, even about what she talked about today, how to connect with these different uh, healing modalities and, and whatnot. But thank you, everyone, for watching. Check out the website, 333empower.com. Also, if you think that you would be an amazing guest for this podcast, send an email to 333empower at gmail.com. See you soon. Thank you. Love and appreciation to everyone. Bye.